You're listening to the City World Radio Network, high-definition digital radio broadcasting from the city to the world, www.cityworldradio.com. Good afternoon. Welcome to Intelligent Talk with Ralph McElvenny. Join us on the City World Radio Network as we discuss topics in politics, art, and current events. Welcome to Intelligent Talk. IntelligentTalk.com is our website. On Tuesday, October 16th, I recorded an interview with Philippine Senator Antonio Trelanes. Senator Trelanes is the leading opposition figure to President Duterte of the Philippines. In this interview, Senator Trelanes makes a number of explosives allegations against President Duterte. Duterte was elected two years ago in the Philippines. He was elected to solve, and he promised to solve, the crime and drug problems that's besetting the Philippines. Just a brief history of the Philippines. The Philippines was controlled by Spain for some 300 years. It was ceded to the United States after the Spanish-American War in the early 20th century. It was occupied by the Japanese in World War II, and the U.S. granted independence shortly after World War II. Ferdinand Marcos ran the Philippines as a dictator from the mid-60s to the mid-80s after being overthrown by Cory Aquino. Duterte is an admirer of President Marcos. The country has a number of problems, including a communist insurgency, an Islamic insurgency, crime and corruption problems, and also the Chinese fortifying military fortifications off the coast of the Philippines. And it was in this context that the interview was conducted. So, um, Senator, thank you so much for coming coming on my program today, IntelligentTalk.com. Um, yes, uh, well, thank you for the uh, honor. Thank you, sir. So, if I could just start with a little background. You are, um, uh, just to get a brief background about you, you have a, have a Navy background before entering the Senate. Is that right? Yes, uh, um, I was a uh, Navy officer for um, 15 years prior to my entry to Right, you were in the Navy for, for many years before your... And you were elected to the yes. Senate in, in 2008, is that correct? 2007. 2007. When I was in detention. Yes, you, you, were in, you were in detention when you were elected, right? Yes, yes. And that was, um, that was sort of an unusual thing, I think, to be elected um, from that position. Um, and then you were... Uh, you then, um, if I could then fast forward to, um, well, the reason why you were in detention was because of uh, President Arroyo, right? You had led um, with the military against her in, in, what, 2003 and 2011, is that right? 2003 and 2007. 2003 and 2007, okay. Well, if I could just bring us to um, 2016 now, which is when President Duterte uh, gets elected, um, 2016. Could I just ask you? Um, uh, he said that he that you had made an offer to be his vice president when he had run. Is, is that true? Did you offer to be his vice president? No. Uh, he had exploratory talk uh, back in 2015 
because uh, my group, uh, the Magdano, uh, Magdano group, decided to feed me as a candidate for vice president. And uh, we were looking for uh, prospective presidential candidates. And uh, Duterte's name was uh, being voted then. So we had that exploratory meeting. But during that meeting, up front, Mr. Duterte said he has no intention of running. Our uh, exploratory meeting turned into just a casual conversation because I wanted to speak out, uh, to, to pick his brain uh, regarding to our country's problems. But uh, during that uh, hour-long conversation, even brought about was uh, details of uh, the different people he killed, uh, how he killed them, to include uh, describing uh, how he shot the body and saw brains splattered all over the floor, things like that. So yeah. probably he was saying that to, to impress me being a uh, former soldier, he assumed that Okay, so got it. So, so Senator, I, I definitely want to get into uh, Duterte because I have a lot of questions to ask you. But the first question is: Did you bring out? Did you bring out the fact that he had a foreign bank account of while he was mayor of Mindanao of three point nine million U.S. dollars? Is that correct? Yes, I uh, exposed his uh, Senator, just so people who, who may not understand, I believe his father was governor of the province. He was mayor, obviously, for many years. I want to get into his son's possible involvement in the drug trade. But if I could just ask you, how do you think he accumulated that money? Do you have any ideas where it came from? We did our initial investigation and the uh, Based on our investigation, we gathered that uh, these funds have accumulated from government funds through the employment of most employees. If most employees are our term for planning uh, system employees, means because put in the payroll, uh, supposedly they're getting salaries, but all of these funds are being pocketed by Mr. Duterte. So aside from that, we found, uh, we got information that he's also involved in uh, the illegal camping uh, protection racket, the illegal mining protection racket, and uh, smuggling uh, in the port of uh, Davao. So, and of course, the uh, illegal uh, uh, drugs through smuggling. Okay, so, so Duterte himself was, was involved in, as you said, uh, paying people that didn't exist, taking money from the government, gambling, and also um, the illegal drugs, too, just like his son, Paulo, P-A-U-L-O, Paulo, right? Sort of like his son. Yes. 
Okay. So. Okay. J- just just in talking about his his time, you know, um, his time as mayor. People have, I've read different things about it. I've read that the crime rate came down. Obviously, uh, I read that he he said he killed people. And then he said he was just kidding. And I didn't know what to believe. I didn't know exactly what he was trying to say. Do, do, do you think, I mean, what was he like as a mayor? Did he do some good things as mayor? Did crime come down in Mindanao? Well, based on the actual statistics of the Philippine National Police, as late as uh, December of 2015, or the last year of his uh, being mayor of Davao City, the uh, Davao City is number one in terms of number of incidents in murder, and second highest in terms of rape. So, in fact, it is the most dangerous city in the Philippines. Oh. That's the thing about uh, the PSNSP. They have mastered the, uh, the art of propaganda and deception that they were able to propagate exactly the opposite of that. That is some form of crime buster. But the statistics will not lie. Okay, so... Uh, Okay, Senator, so let me just get... Um, you know who Benjamin Franklin is, of course, in the United States, right? The famous Benjamin Franklin? He said, those who give up liberty for the sake of security are entitled to neither. It was something that was said a lot in the United States after 9-11. And, of course, when I think of Duterte and I think of why he was elected in 2016, please tell me if you think I'm correct, that basically Duterte comes comes around and he says, I'm going to solve these problems. I'm going to reduce crime. I'm going to stop the corruption. I can solve it. And the average Filipino person who's not wealthy, who's not living in Makati with, with security, is affected by crime. And he's terrible problems. So they look at Duterte as the only person who can come around and solve it, and he toughs, he, he talks very tough. I'm going to kill these thousands of people, there's going to be lots of blood. And they look at him as like someone who can solve the problem. Is that why he was elected, in your opinion? Yes, uh, that's exactly how he did it. That's, uh, that's how he put the people. Uh, in fact, the uh, campaign line goes like this. I will solve... Uh, uh, an advocate, illegal drugs, corruption, and crime in three to six months. Right. It's guaranteed or else I will resign. And in fact, uh, in speech, he said, if, I, if I'm not successful in uh, 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 very uh, convincing manner that uh, the electorate. It, it a little bit reminds me, Senator, of uh, Emperor Augustus, who basically took power in Rome and made it an empire, not by threatening the Senate, but he did it with the consent of the Senate, because Augustus said, I can solve the problem. Give me the power, and I will solve Rome's problems. And of course, Rome is no longer a democracy after that. And a lot of people think that's about Duterte, that that you're heading towards. I know one of the fears that you have is that he's going to declare martial law. Is that right? Yes, yes. Uh, that's his plan, actually. Uh, when he assumed uh, power, uh, he publicly declared that he wants to establish a revolutionary government because he said the present constitution uh, would be 
Something like seven to 12,000 have been killed, as I read it, under Duterte. And the head of Human Rights Asia said, you are the biggest thorn in, in Duterte's side. You're the number one opposition person, which is why I'm so uh, grateful to speak to you today, because it's, it's really um, a lonely road you've taken. Just, just in, in return to going back to the sun, if I could. I know you had a, had a hearing where you asked the sun to take off his shirt, and he wouldn't show the tattoos that you said were linked to the Chinese triads. But then later on, he did take off his shirt. Do you have any other evidence linking Duterte's son to the Chinese triads besides the tattoos? Do you have other evidence too? Yes, um, we have witnesses who actually testified his involvement in uh, importation of uh, smuggling of illegal drugs in Dago City. And in, when uh, Duterte became president, Paulo Duterte was linked to the different uh, actors who smuggled in billions of pesos worth of uh, shabu. And it was investigated by the Senate. It was uh, shown in national media. Uh, that, and I was able to establish the links of Mr. Paulo Duterte to these actors. And in fact, one witness said uh, importation was facilitated or was take his shirt off and show something on the back? Maybe it was a, a tattoo of a snake, if I recall, something like that? No, no. He never showed any uh, tattoo. Up to this day, in fact, I continue to challenge him to prove me wrong. Okay. Uh, it, because it would definitely cutter my credibility. But uh, he failed to do so. It wasn't, it wasn't just... Uh, the senator, it wasn't just President Duterte's son, it was also his son-in-law who was accused of being involved in the drug trade as well. Is that right? It's Duterte, it's uh, aside from Paulo Duterte, it's Duterte himself who is involved in the importation of uh, the legal drugs. And uh, I was able to establish his links with the uh, biggest drug lords here in the country. And the fact now that uh, the, the proliferation of illegal drugs uh, has uh, uh, have gone unchecked, and uh, as stated by the head of the Philippine Drug Enforcement Agency, that the value of the drugs now 
us we can't be calm because of oversupply and all of these things are happening uh, with Duterte at the helm who supposedly against illegal drugs and who threatened to kill drug uh, lords and everyone but we have yet to identify who was the drug lords behind this so, Senator, just to clarify, what you're saying is the price of drugs has actually gone down because so many drugs are coming into the Philippines now. You're saying that Duterte's son is involved, involved with the Chinese triads, and you're saying that Duterte himself has to know, obviously, if his son is involved. Is, is that right? Yes, Duterte himself is facilitating all of this because uh, right now, who is the drug lord is brave enough to, to uh, bring in billions, billions of pesos worth of products to the front door? They're passing through the customs. Um, they're not bugging it into submarines or whatever. They're passing through the front door. And in fact, we even. When uh, this investigation uh, was uh, conducted, and uh, all of the cases were, uh, were cases were filed against uh, those involved, the DOJ, the Department of Justice, exonerated uh, these people involved, and Duterte himself promoted the prosecutor who dismissed the cases. I see. So, these are, these, these uh, actions may be circumstantial, but it's very much inconsistent with NFS announcement and it's just a way for, for him to dismiss any suspicion of his involvement. But in WPP, it's a, a help. Senator, uh, can, can I, may I just ask you, um, uh, Duterte, obviously, he was a former prosecutor, I believe. He was mayor of that city for something like 20 years. I know he let his son be mayor and he served as vice mayor or his daughter. He wasn't always officially the mayor, but he was kind of behind the scenes or the mayor himself for like 20 years. He was a prosecutor. His father was, was a governor of that province, so a fairly prominent family. How long was he involved in the drug trade for? I mean, how many years does this go back? Five years, ten years, twenty years? Do you have any idea how long the, cri the criminal elements and triads and Duterte are linked together? How long it goes back? Well, I believe uh, in the mid 2000. 2000? Uh, that's that's connection, yeah. That's connection. Okay. So it, 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 it's kind of ironic that someone who's who, who's linked to the drug trade, and I believe himself that also Duterte himself takes some type of drugs, I recall, that, that um, he's addicted himself to some type of drug, I, I, if I recall, and he's so, he's so anti-drug, and yet, you know, apparently possibly involved in the drug trade himself. It's, is this just all just a political act to gain power? Is that why he, he speaks out like this? Is this just all, is it all a show, basically? Uh, an investigation hearing in the Senate was conducted 
taking state lottery, state lottery funds, right? Something like $8 million from the state lottery, and she's now Speaker of the House, and uh, Marcos's son is his ally, and Estrada was uh, obviously had corruption problems, and he was a former actor who was president of the Philippines, if I recall. Yeah. So, if I could just ask you, Senator, yes, yes. Uh, j- just looking at, uh, looking at his popularity now, and obviously... He's been quite effective in sidelining opposition. Senator DeLima, who was kind of like the face of the opposition before you, is she in jail now? Yes, um, Senator DeLima uh, was put away on propped up charges, purely fabricated evidence, uh, but uh, she, she's been uh, a, uh, a critic of uh, Mr. Duterte and she was the first one who investigated the human rights violations of Mr. Duterte when she was in the chairperson of the uh, Commission on Human Rights uh, way back when Duterte was still mayor. So as um, the vindictive uh, nature of Mr. Duterte, that's his primary advocate. And uh, when he was, he was able to put her away uh, in detention without bail, it sent a chilling message to all uh, potential political opposition to stay back, uh, otherwise you'd be the next one. Right, and and when he, when he put her, her away, Senator, it was just uh, based on the words of other convicted criminals, right? That was the only evidence against her. Is that right? Yes, definitely. Yes, and uh, the, when we attempted to conduct a, uh, an investigation here in the Senate, they didn't allow it because they, they, were, uh, they were sure that we would be able to break down the testimonies of these uh, convicts because it's really impossible um, that uh, Senator Dilema was, uh, was supposedly the drug queen here in the Philippines, and yet there's 
not a single ounce of illegal drugs that was uh, uh, presented as uh, evidence against him. Right. So, so Senator DeLima is now in jail. The, the former head of the Supreme Court was forced out because that person was against, uh, against uh, Duterte. Um, most of the Senate and the House, including obviously Marcos's son, is supporting him. So this, why is there so little opposition, Senator, to Duterte? Is it just people are afraid? Is that, is that the main reason? Well, back in 2016, uh, Mr. Duterte was so popular, he created this uh, cult-like family that uh, he could do anything. Uh, he could literally get away with mass murders, and he did. But uh, uh, fast forward to the president, the, uh, popularity, his popularity has dwindled uh, or declined rapidly. He's not as popular as before. It, in, especially here in the northern and central uh, Philippines, and the opposition has been growing. Whereas before, it's just uh, myself and Senator Benima, but now uh, there are so many individuals and uh, organizations uh, and institutions who are pushing back against Mr. Duterte. Okay, and, and hasn't also inflation gone up a bit as well, and that has affected him too? Duterte admires Marcos, and you know that Marcos, in 1983, he killed Mr. Aquino, who was coming back on, on, on an airplane flight in, at the Manila airport. And I guess my question is, how much fear do you have for yourself and for your safety uh, dealing with someone like Duterte? How concerned are you for yourself? Um, I'm, not, uh, I'm not afraid of this. I'm not exactly fearful for my being a former soldier, in a way, uh, prepared me for things like this. But I'm also not being complacent, although I'm not going to make it easy for Mr. Duterte to have me killed. And we have uh, already validated uh, that information. Federal informants have already given that information that Duterte has ordered to have me killed. But uh, by God's grace, I'm still standing, so I will continue to fight. Senator, um, when you just, if I could just ask you about Duterte's um, psychology, he speaks very, very big, like how he's killed people, and then he said, no, I was kidding, I didn't kill people, and then he says he did kill people, and he doesn't care about if he's president or not, and he, he says all these sort of crazy things, and sort of has a very tough man bravado. Do you think that's, that's to cover up some sort of fear that he has inside of him, or an inferiority, or what do you think is behind all of his tough talk? Is he a really a tough person, or is it just covering up something else? We have uh, obtained his psychological profile and uh, it gave us an idea of the origins of such talk. We also were able to profile him through the people who used to be close with him, uh, the people who he grew up with, 
I believe this guy has so many hang ups and uh, being a son of a powerful governor back in the 60s. Right. He was able to to get that sense of impunity or that he can do anything and get away with it. So that's uh, striking him. And uh, he's gotten that uh, mindset uh, as president of the country. Right, because Duterte grew up, as you said, his father was a powerful governor. He grew up in quite a wealthy, privileged life. He wasn't this this man of the people, I guess, that he sort of portrays now. He, he grew up in a very privileged way as part of the elite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, when is the next... Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, so, Senator, what is, the, what, is, what is the next election in the Philippines? Is, is, it, uh, is it two years from now? Do you think Duterte will? Do you think Duterte is going to run in those elections? There's also some some rumors that his health is not very good, and that that's why he was in Hong Kong to be treated for a health problem. And there was a thing on his face. Do you have any 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 information on his health and whether he might even not run again? Uh, well, yeah, our in our constitution only uh, uh, a president only has a six-year term. Oh, okay. A six-year term. So he's not eligible for any re-election. But early on in his uh, administration, they wanted to establish a revolutionary government, as I mentioned, so that we can go around that uh, six-year limit and be in power for as long as he lives. Then early this year, his allies initiated that uh, a constitutional revision that would allow him to stay in power beyond 2022. But so far, these moves have, have yet to materialize precisely because of the pushback being uh, made by uh, different uh, sectors of society. Now, as to his exact state of health, we really don't have any idea. But judging from the body language of uh, his inner circle, well, uh, this circle, as of the moment, have been, uh, the members have been finding uh, candidacies for different positions for the next election. So I interpreted, I interpreted that to mean that uh, it's some form of uh, abandonment or any man for himself uh, mindset. And that, that's not good for the Senate. Everybody seems to be leading him because they know that he is sick and may not last uh, uh, to finish his term. So, 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 given that, Senator, he's probably not in a position to do what Marcos did and declare martial law and, and be there for the next 20 years. He's just not that powerful, I guess, that he can do that. Well, theoretically, he can. But uh, he's discouraged right now. Uh, with the fact that his armed forces may not follow him. Because uh, precisely in my case, last September 4, uh, Mr. Duterte issued a presidential proclamation that categorically stated that uh, he is ordering, he is directing the armed forces of the Philippines to arrest me 
Senator, if I could just explain that for the audience, you were given an amnesty for the uh, attempt to overthrow the previous, I guess, Arroyo presidency, and Duterte tried to destroy your amnesty and that and make you subject to arrest. And, and you're saying that the military then did not act on those orders. Is that right? Yes, they did not uh, act uh, on those orders. So he was basically telling them to be blindly loyal to him since he gave them so much. But uh, the AFP, right now, being um, a professional organization, is still buying the Constitutional Party. Okay. So, Senator, uh, just, um, just in wrapping up, if I could just ask you, um, just in, in evaluating its presidency for the last two years, has crime in Manila gone down? I mean, has, as I read it, I've read different reports, but has crime gone down a little bit, say 5 or 10%? Is, is that correct or not? that I mentioned earlier, Senator, is that is that like seven to 12,000 people killed under Duterte? Is that about the numbers that you think are accurate or, or do you think they're higher than that? Well, the official declaration of the Philippine National Police is 23,000 plus people were already killed and they're classified under homicide under investigation, meaning these are the Filipinos killed by um, mercenaries or agents of the state who, who just killed the suspected drug pushers and drug users. That's 23,000. Now, they said that uh, those killed during police operations number almost 5,000. So that would uh, total to more than 28,000 Filipinos uh, killed as of, I think, April of this year. Okay. And, Senator, just for, um, one of the other problems the Philippines has is an Islamic insurgency. A lot of it is in the south. The U.S. has helped the Philippines army trying to stamp that out. How has that gone under Duterte these last two years? Has, has he been effective in battling that, or is, is that the same as it was? Has there been any, any change in that? Thank you. 
saying that, that things have gotten worse in that front. Is, is that fair to say? Uh, yes, definitely. In, uh, in all perspectives, it has got, uh, gotten worse. Now, as for the communist insurgents, during the past administration, it was almost obliterated and reduced to insignificance. But when Duterte assumed office, he partnered with them and he placed senior communist leaders in different cabinet positions that enabled them to regroup and recruit uh, more members, acquire more resources, and now when the big uh, talks with the Why would he do that? Why would he, why would he partner with the communists and bring them in? What was the reason for that? Chavez in, in Venezuela, someone like that, a rev, like a revolutionary communist authoritarian like, like, like in Venezuela? Yes, ask you one more thing, B. I, I, we're getting towards the end and I'll let you go fairly soon, but just in, in regards to the um, the Chinese, uh, Duterte has been quite un, quite anti-American and he's been fairly trying to accommodate the Chinese who, as you know, are building massive military fortifications not too far from the coast of the, in the South China Sea and to the west of the Philippines that really is, is, is arguably, and a court case said, was Philippines waters. And Duterte has tried to accommodate the Chinese and, and, and strike a deal. Is there any reason why he's doing that? or is that just in the interest of the Philippines or do you have any comment about his policy towards China? Well, there are so many possible reasons. Well, 
One is uh, we got information that uh, that uh, Beijing uh, supported his candidacy uh, financially in 2016. So this is some form of a payback for that. Second is since uh, he plans to install a dictatorship, he believes that it's only a country like China who would give him the legitimacy that uh, he would need in case he would be successful in pulling that off. And uh, another one is the Chinese capital to by the capital flight from uh, uh, Western uh, or Western capital for the matter. And lastly, he's uh, maintaining that the relationship that right now he can use in case things go south for him, he can use, uh, he will go to China and seek uh, asylum there. So all of these reasons can be Senator, that that's interesting. I didn't know that China has given him support and for his uh, his election. How did China do that? Do they use like offshore banks and like Macau, or how do they funnel the money to Duterte? Do Do you know how they how they went about doing that? The record of it. Well, there are reports that the jets flew in the airport in the. They were sorry. They were in cash or whatever. Oh, I see. That the Chinese would come into the airport where it was mayor, and would put and would possibly give him money in cash. You're saying as a way to funnel the money to him. There's some reports. Yes, yes. Uh, we got we, we got information that fighting uh, jets were flying in. Senator, the things that you have discussed with me today, and what I, and what we're going to do, we're going to broadcast this, of course, this interview. But are, are the Philippines people are they aware of most of these things? I mean, like, do the Philippines media report these well? Is the average person aware of what you've told me today? Do they know these facts? Okay, well, Senator, um, that's a very interesting. It's a very interesting interview. Thank you so much for your time. I, I very much appreciate you coming on the program. Well, thank you very much, Sheriff Rob. Uh, Don't 